Good afternoon, everybody. Today is Saturday, April 9th, 2022. And I just wanted to give you all an update regarding my medications. So I can't remember if I mentioned this last time, but the appointment that I had earlier this week with my psychiatrist who specializes in reproductive mental health, basically psychiatry for people looking to conceive or who are pregnant um, or breastfeeding. Um, she asked me, of course, how things went with the Seroquel. Seroquel. <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm not pronouncing that right, <laughs> but um, I thought it was going to come out differently the second time I said it. Anyway, uh, I don't, I think she is the one who brought it up. Uh, maybe not. But either way, I told her that I took it a few times and it I did feel pretty anxious and I wasn't sure it, how much of that was due to the fact that whenever I try a new medication, I like kind of panic thinking about all of the potential side effects and not knowing how my body's going to react. And then after taking it once and saying that, you know, everything was okay, I... Uh, feel more comfortable taking it. So like I mentioned in a previous episode, I took the Seroquel the first time and I took it on an empty stomach about an hour before bed. And then I got super anxious and just forced myself to go to bed. And I was like snuggled up tight with my husband. Like, just please keep me safe (laughs) from what I knew was probably not really dangerous. And then I did it. I did fall asleep. It didn't take me a really long time or anything. I did not feel sleepy at all, though, um, when I got in bed. And I remember laying there not feeling sleepy and just feeling anxious. But I don't remember laying there for, like, you know, a half an hour even, hoping to fall asleep. And then according to my Apple Watch, I slept great that night. I had, like, all the blue rings. I slept a good amount. Like, I want to say maybe eight hours or so. I woke up. I felt good. I felt refreshed. I didn't feel like I had any like hangover effects or, you know, um, prolonged drowsiness or sedation. And my heart rate drops to a lower rate than usual when I was sleeping because sometimes my heart rate doesn't drop as much as I would like it to. It typically does drop to where I get a decent amount of good sleep. I'm sorry, deep sleep, Um, but I got more than usual that particular night the first time I took the Seroquel. Um, And then I took it on a couple more occasions. The last time I took it, which was the third time, I had had a little bit of alcohol. I think I had just one beer or something. Um, And my psychiatrist had told me that it was okay to take Clonopin earlier in the day or even in the evening and then take the Seroquel, I just might be a bit more sedated than usual, but it was not dangerous. Um, But I still, I did call the pharmacist to make sure that it was okay to take the Seroquel after having had a drink or two. And I I honestly, I don't remember. It may may have been two beers that I had. Um, And it had been a couple hours, at least a few hours since my first beer. Um, they said it was okay, so I took it, and then I just got, like, super anxious, and I ended up taking 
either a half or a quarter ambient. Um, and then I fell asleep and I slept okay, but it wasn't like that first time. So I don't know if maybe I slept more the night before or if the alcohol, alcohol does tend to mess up my sleep. I never, I, I almost never sleep. I rarely sleep well, even if I've had just a couple of drinks the night before. So it very well may have been for those two beers that I had that interfered with my sleep. Uh, but it did kind of discourage me from taking Theraquil. And, and then, I don't know, I was feeling like really emotionally unstable again right around the time that I took the Seroquel, and I was kind of like, well, maybe it's, like, messed with my dopamine system. Um, but I think it was just me letting my mind go crazy with the information that I had read online. So, yeah. But needless to say, I, I got discouraged from taking it, and I went back to the Ambien. Um, and I, I shared all of this with the psychiatrist. And I said, so, like, honestly, I would prefer, if it weren't for pregnancy, I would prefer to stay on the Ambien just because it does help, especially with my primary concern, which is sleep latency or, like, the, time, the amount of time that it takes me to actually fall asleep. Um, and I was like, but it would be total, like, if you think it would be, if you would recommend that I switch to Seroquel rather than continue to take Ambien, if I do get pregnant, then I would be willing to do that. I mean, it did help with my sleep enough. And if you think it has a better safety profile, then I, I would be willing to do that. And she really posted safety profile. Um... She said that there's not really a ton of research on Ambien, and she would feel much safer with using the low-dose Seroquel. She said she's never worked with anybody who took even 50 milligrams, and I, I was taking 25 milligrams. She did tell me I could take more than one pill if needed, but to just start off with one and see how I felt and if I wanted to go to two. And I think she even said that I could go up to 100 milligrams, but after my online research, I'd rather not. Um, but she said she's never treated anybody. And it sounds like she prescribes this fairly often. Um, she said she's never treated anybody who had any issues regarding weight gain or diabetes or, you know, those metabolic issues, cholesterol from taking 50 milligrams and she seemed like very confident in the mechanism of action like a lot of those side effects um, are tied to neurotransmitters that aren't affected by 25 milligram dose and are only minimally affected with higher doses um she did, and so I was like, okay, so if I'm gonna switch to the Seroquel, since I do highly, like, strongly prefer the Ambien, um, would it be okay if I continue to take the Ambien until either ovulation or until I get a positive pregnancy test? And she said, uh, she recommended wait only 
taking Ambien until ovulation to just really minimize any unintentional exposure to Ambien. Um, and also she recommended I do, you know, try the Seroquel again before getting pregnant, just so there are a minimal number of changes to my medication if I am, if I do get pregnant, when I'm pregnant. Um, and so I'm still taking the Ambien just because since I had taken the Slobutamine supplement, um, I took it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, I kind of would like to give it a couple days. Supposedly, it has a five-hour half-life, so it shouldn't be in my system for very long, but I would like to give it a couple days to get that out of my system before taking the Seroquel, just in case there's an interaction that I'm not aware of since, you know, sulbutamine isn't prescribed here and doctors don't routinely check for interactions um, or have even knowledge on what kinds of interactions may occur, may potentially occur. So I'm going to take the Ambien for, I'll probably take it tonight, maybe tomorrow. And then I was thinking of starting Monday night with the Seroquel and just taking 25 milligrams, maybe around eight o'clock PM, see how I feel around nine possibly even, I don't know. I know it's supposedly better when you take it on an empty stomach. So I wonder if I can maybe even take it around seven and then eat after that. I think it peaks about 90 minutes after you take it. Um, it reaches peak plasma concentration levels. So maybe if I even take it around seven, 7.30 and then eat a little bit later than usual because I ate I eat fairly late anyway. I usually eat around seven or eight. Um, that might work the best. And then if I'm still really struggling to sleep, maybe take a quarter of the Ambien. Um, so yeah, I'm a little nervous about taking the Seroquel, but she seemed to feel very confident that it would be the safer bet during pregnancy. So yeah, that's the the main things that I have, the main update that I have regarding my sleeping pills. Um, now I'll talk a little bit about what we discussed as far as the Adderall goes. So with the Adderall, I did tell her that I was struggling to reduce my dosage. Um, this is like probably the most stressful time of year, although one could argue that the beginning of the year, maybe. Um, I do feel like I'm getting a bit more into the groove at work. Um, maybe me getting into the groove is me being lazy <laughs> when trying to get out my mess <laughs> um, or just my mind being somewhere else. Um, but I do feel like I'm getting done what... I need to get done to be the most effective teacher possible. Um, 
I do like I could spend way, way, way more hours, but I don't feel I feel like there are re- diminishing returns on my increased workload. And then I, I then I start getting grumpy and like resentful and stuff. Um, just like, yeah, I get much more negative if I'm putting too many hours in. So I think it's good for my mental health. I think it's good for me to get used to a decreased workload if I'm, you know, going to be changing my priorities and hopefully having a baby. And I think that it's good for me to get used to this decreased workload and lower or lesser productivity since I would like to decrease my Adderall dosage significantly if I do get pregnant. So anyway, I did tell her, though, that like the star test is coming up. Um, These next couple months are kind of like crunch time. And there's a lot going on. Our principal's out because she just had a baby. And so we have another principal or an interim principal covering for her. Um, I've heard that she's pretty strict and demanding. So, and I, my annual observation and evaluation regarding my performance, it should be happening pretty soon here. So I was like, I am very nervous about, you know, cutting back my dosage too much and then it not being enough and me feeling like I can't get through the day. Um, and I told her that for the most part, I honestly kept my higher dosage, but I did try to get through a couple days on, um, like I did a day with two milligrams, another day with, I'm not milligrams, (laughs) I wish, (laughs) two pills, 40 milligrams, and then another day where I took one pill, 20 milligrams, and then another day where I just took a half a pill, which is 10 milligrams. And I, I felt like I was, I was less productive after work hours, but I felt totally competent, just, uh, you know, a little bit less focused at work. Um, and so, yeah, so she's like, okay, so you didn't like fully like, you know, start weaning yourself off. (laughs) you didn't do what we planned. <laughs> she said, so you didn't fully like start weaning yourself off and decreasing your dosage, you know, like every few days or whatever. And I said, no. Um, and she's like, okay, so what I would really like you to do is, and you know, I forget exactly how she brought it up. And she was like, I mean, maybe we could try doing 20, 20, 10. And I was like, that would be good. I'm, I'm comfortable doing that. And all right. Yeah, and then she was like, and then maybe we could have we could move that to uh twenty ten ten, and then maybe even ten ten ten, um, just based on how you're feeling. And I was like, you know, I I feel good about that. Um, and so she said she called the prescription. She's like, oh, but you know what, actually writing the prescription for 2020-10 might be a bit complicated. So you know what? I'll just write it for 2020-20. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe you should just write it for 20 and then 20. And, you know, I'll have to just force myself to take the lower dosage. I, I feel like I can do it. I'm feeling good about it. Maybe I should just take the plunge. She's like, well, no, I feel like that would be inhumane. 
uh, which kind of surprised me that, you know, she spoke with um, like that dramatically. I can't think of the correct word. I'm sorry. Um, but and so anyway, she ended up calling in a prescription. So she had told me she was going to call in, write the prescription like my regular psychiatrist usually does, twenty 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 which she did, and I wasn't, I wasn't even paying attention, I guess, when I picked it up. Um, I didn't even realize until my regular psychiatrist had an appointment today, and I told her that the other psychiatrist had filled my, my prescription, and she was like, oh, I see that um, she only wrote it for 63 pills, and I was like, oh, you're right, um, and I was like, well, I guess that would make sense since I'm, I'm trying to go down to 2020 10 that should last until our next appointment. And I, I calculated it after, and I was like, well, will it? Um, I calculated it after my appointment. And I, based on what I did, I think I'll run out like the day before my appointment, but I'll recalculate it. And, you know, maybe I would really like to take the plunge and get, you know, maybe I'll start with 2020-10. And then I know I have a day off this week, so maybe I'll just take a half a pill or 10 milligrams that day. Um, and you know, I, I felt confident that I could get myself down to 2020 or less. And if I get pregnant, I'll definitely want to reduce it a lot more. So yeah. Um, so far today I've taken 30 milligrams. It is a Saturday. Um, but I, I am getting some work done and I'm planning on going out with some friends later tonight. Honestly, I would, I wish we didn't have to go out as late as we're going to. I don't like staying out until two o'clock, especially if it's you know, like 45 minutes from my house because I live out in the country. No, I live in a suburb, but it's um, farthest, the farthest away from the city that you can get. Um, it's growing a lot lately with the, the crazy housing market. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I got to go. Sorry, I got a little scatterbrained at the last minute. Um, but I, I will like to, I would like to record an episode later this weekend um, just to kind of close out some finishing thoughts I have on this episode and then to let you all know what I discussed with my regular psychiatrist today. So anyway, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. Remember, you can leave me a voicemail through Anchor if you want to, you know, get in contact. Um, and you can also uh, comment on my WordPress blog. I have one called ADHD and Me, and then this one, Help, I'm Addicted to Adderall. So if you, I saw some people trying to reach out to me and weren't sure how to contact me. So please, please, please leave me a voicemail if you're comfortable with that. Um, or if you'd prefer to send me a message or leave a comment on my WordPress blog, either one. Um, I will get back to you as soon as I get your message. So I check them regularly and you know, you all are the reason that I do this. I, I just, I want other people to, I just feel really alone in this journey, um, of, you know, trying to figure out what's the best 
dosage to take with Adderall and what's the best way to treat my, my symptoms. And I want you all to know that you're not alone and, um, you know, we're in this together and you're capable of doing a lot more than you think you are. So anyway, I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. And again, have a wonderful weekend. Bye.